Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Faith, which is weak, begins to tremble under the weight of the hardship. And questions begin to rise to the surface. Questions about what we believe, about why we believe what we believe. Questions about whether or not our beliefs have any basis in reality. And and maybe most importantly, whether or not the choices and decisions that we've been making are in harmony with what we believe stress can bring about questions. In today's message with Pastor Robert, he speaks explicitly to questions of faith. Don't feel ashamed to have these questions. Why you believe what you believe and how you can know with certainty. These are all excellent questions that should be explored, even in times of stress. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 26 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We're going to be taking a look here, Matthew chapter 26, verses 17 to 35. We're going to take a look at the Apostles. And their shallow faith, their untested faith. You need to understand any faith that is untested is going to be shallow. That's why it's one of the reasons that God allows us to go through these times of trial, go through these times of testing. It's to deepen our roots into his love. You know, the Bible talks about us being rooted and grounded in love. That's the process that we're undergoing, to put down deeper roots, put our roots deeper into his love. And what we can see here in the apostles is an example of a shallow faith that goes deeper, an example of faith which begins with the right idea and the right words, but it lacks substance. It lacks substance, and therefore it fails to stand strong initially. It fails to follow through during a time of real trial. But that's not the end of the story because Jesus never abandons us. Even when we have weak faith and even when we're overwhelmed by our fears, he doesn't leave us there. He doesn't abandon, he doesn't abandon us to that. And as we consider the apostles, it's a great opportunity to examine our own hearts and, and just take a look at our own hearts, our own faith, as we're walking through this season of trial. In Matthew 26, verses 17 through 35, tell us, Now on the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying to him, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? 
And he said, go into the city to a certain man and say to him, the teacher says, my time is at hand. I will keep the Passover at your house with my disciples. So the disciples did as Jesus had directed them and they prepared the Passover. So when evening had come, he sat down with the 12. Now, as they were eating, he said, assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful. Each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? He answered and said, he who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The son of man indeed goes just as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the son of man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man if he'd not been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? He said to him, you have said it. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink from it all of you for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I've been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you that this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Now, we're going to consider four observations from this historical account of the hours preceding the betrayal and arrest and crucifixion of the Lord Jesus. Number one, the first thing I want you to notice is that the 11, actually the 12, they all questioned their own hearts. They all questioned their own loyalty to the Lord Jesus. When he informed the 12 that one of them would betray him, deep down all 12 knew that they were capable. All 12 of them knew that they were capable. Verse 22 is so clear. They were exceedingly sorrowful and each of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? Am I the one that's going to betray you? You know, deep down inside us, we all kind of know whether or not our faith has any real substance. Deep down, we know whether or not our faith has any depth, any real substance. I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, if we take the time to reflect a little bit, and I know some people are, you know, like Peter in this moment, you know, I, I don't, I'm not sure Peter knew, really knew himself. But during times of stress, during times of real stress and struggle, Faith, which is weak, begins to tremble under the weight of the hardship. And questions begin to rise to the surface. Questions about 
what we believe, about why we believe what we believe. Questions about whether or not our beliefs have any basis in reality, and, and maybe most importantly, whether or not the choices and decisions that we've been making are in harmony with what we believe. You know, quite often we're confronted with the fact that what we believe to be true is not governing the choices and the actions of our lives. You know, like the lady who asked me one time, many, many years ago, 36, 37 years ago, my, this, this lady was doing my taxes, Mrs. Brown, and she asked me why I never went to church. And I, I didn't have a good answer for that. I, I remember sitting there, you know, I was like 23 years old, 24 years old, and I sat there thinking to myself, man, why don't I go to church? I believe in God. You know, I believe he's out there somewhere. I believe he sent Jesus to die for my sins. See, I had this intellectual belief. I had this, this intellectual understanding. I just didn't have any faith. That was the problem. I believed in the existence of God. I believed that you know, Jesus died on a cross, but my life didn't reflect anything of my belief because it was all intellectual. There was no faith involved. I had not yet decided that I would live my life trusting Jesus actively, day by day, trusting him, looking to him as the, the Lord and King of the universe. I, I wasn't living that way. Now, another thing, when hard times hit, we also find that our hearts confront us with questions about who God is, questions about his nature, questions about his character. Is he truly good? Is he, I mean, is he really good if he's so good? You know, that's a question that comes up all the time. I mean, if he's so good, if he's so loving, well, then why is there so much evil? It's a classic question. You know, this week I, I watched several videos by Rabbi Zacharias and, and by um, John Lennox, the Oxford scholar, mathematician, and, you know, and, and, and something that they both talk a little bit about is this question of good and evil, the, the existence of evil. How can there be a good God? How can there be a loving God who is all-powerful, and, and yet there's so much evil in the world? Is he truly good? Is he truly loving? Is he compassionate? Is he truly faithful? We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. 
Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio. 